0: I'm Catherine Lanfer, and you're listening to The Politics of Faith on America Abroad. We now head to China to hear how the Chinese government regulates and restricts religious practice and what impact that has on Chinese society. Joining me to talk about that is Ambassador Stapleton Roy. Ambassador Roy is director of the Kissinger Institute on China and the United States at the Woodrow Wilson International Center for Scholars. He was the U.S. ambassador to China from 1991 to 1995. Thanks for joining us, Ambassador.
1: Nice to be here.
0: Now, let's set some ground here. What is the official government policy toward religion in China?
1: There hasn't been a consistent policy over the entire period of the People's Republic of China. At various times, they have discouraged, tried to suppress religion. At the moment, they do not suppress religion, but they want it to be registered. And many of the disputes between the so-called registered churches and the underground churches have to do with the issue of registration rather than practice of religion.
0: And it seems like right now, more people are worshipping and are doing so more openly. What do you think accounts for that?
1: Well, we see this phenomenon in virtually any society where religion has been suppressed and then is permitted to flourish. In China, people have finally had the opportunity to improve their lives rapidly. And the old beliefs in mm-hmm. communism and Other value systems uh, have eroded. So people are looking for values.
0: You know, it's interesting that you're talking about the search for values, because in this program, we're specifically talking about religion and divided societies. So I'm wondering, to what extent do you think religion is dividing society in China these days?
1: Well, I mentioned the fact that the government wants practice of religion to be through registered churches, there's a particular problem in the case of the Catholic Church, because the Chinese refuse to recognize the right of Catholics in China to be loyal to the Pope. And as a result, they did not permit the Pope to consecrate bishops in the Roman Catholic Church. This has caused a major problem in China for Catholics. You have had similar problems in the Protestant sect, and there are some historical legacies there having to do with the brief period when they permitted religion to flourish in the 1950s, and then they suppressed it. And some of the people who cooperated with the government and established registered churches at that time were viewed as part of the persecution mechanism. And those old antagonisms continue to exist in China.
0: I want to talk for a minute about some of the more recent news that we've been hearing about uh, different religious clashes um, that have been happening in China. For instance, um, we've heard in the news about clashes between the majority Han Chinese and the Muslim Uyghurs in Xinjiang province in western China. How typical is that of religion-related conflicts?
1: This is the problem in Xinjiang, where the Uyghurs are not all Muslims, but the majority of them are Muslims. But they also have a separatist movement, which is political, not religious in nature. So when there are clashes with the Uyghurs, you have to try to distinguish whether those clashes are related to Islam itself or whether they are actually ethnic clashes between groups that have independence aspirations.
0: The State Department recently came out with its report on international religious freedom. And China, as it has every year since this report has been issued— is again on the list of countries of particular concern, uh, countries that the U.S. has designated as, in fact, the most severe violators of religious freedom. What impact, if any, does this list have?
1: Well, it's a benchmark for trying to see whether religion is being permitted to be practiced more freely in China or whether the government is still seeking to control it. Traditionally, religion was practiced under the aegis of the emperor. And so the state has always been involved in the regulation of religion in China. But under modern circumstances, there are many, I mentioned the uh, Roman Catholic problem, but many of the evangelical sects of Protestant Christianity in China practice their faith in these unregistered churches called house churches. And because they're unregistered, they encounter uh, periodic difficulties with the government. At the same time, the type of proselytizing that is common in countries outside of China is frowned on in China. And so the evangelical groups that like to go out and testify to their faith and hopefully convert others to it, they will encounter difficulties in China. Not only from the government, but often there's a community reaction to it if the Chinese are not familiar with this type of behavior.
0: If you are testifying to your faith, is, is that seen as a, a direct threat to the government? Is it something that is disapproved of, frowned on?
1: Yes. Generally, the, the government believes that religious practice should be confined to the religious establishments. In other words, if you're in a church, you can practice your religion. But if you're out in the street, you shouldn't be interfering with the lives of others.
0: I know that you have made a point of it that there is, of course, no way that China can't have the economic change that it's seen without having corresponding change in its political and organizational structures. It's just it's going to one thing is going to happen. The other one's going to happen. So that makes me wonder what sort of change you see in religion in China in the years ahead.
1: Well, I think religion is getting re-embedded in the lives of Chinese after a fairly extensive period when there was very strong government interference in the practice, and we're in the transitional period now. There are vastly more Christians in China now, for example, than at the time when the People's Republic of China was established in 1949. And the same phenomenon is found in Buddhism, which is flourishing in many parts. So religion is flourishing in China. Chinese are also free to travel outside of China uh, now. And so they can see how religion is practiced in neighboring countries. And all of this is influencing their own internal
0: practices. I think we're going to leave it there. Ambassador Roy, thank you so much for your time.
1: Nice to talk to you.
0: Ambassador Stapleton Roy is director of the Kissinger Institute on China and the United States at the Woodrow Wilson International Center for Scholars. Coming up, a report from Moscow on the close ties between the Kremlin and the Russian Orthodox Church that some see as a cause for concern. I'm Catherine Lanfer, and you're listening to The Politics of Faith on America Abroad.